1: Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking.
2: to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. And we are being uh, joined by a trio of con guys, if you want to put it that way. And we're not talking about guys who are going to go, I know where I got your shoes for 100 bucks. No, not that type of con. We're talking convention guys. Um, and we have Luke, Jim, and Ryan. How's everyone doing?
3: It is great to be here. We're so psyched. Uh, Always psyched to talk to Galaxy Far, Far Away. Thanks for having me. And you guys have the best
4: entrance music I've ever heard. That is
2: amazing. (laughs) The voice is strong in that (laughs) intro yeah there's nothing like bagpipes playing the star wars main title like is that bagpipes like wow they went full epic with this one (laughs) it is
4: bagpipes we have a friend one time he came on our show and he did the star wars theme with his fiddle with his irish fiddle and it was great
2: yeah nice see that that's cool
3: yeah my car was racing for sure
2: Well, before we get into the show, um, we're gonna do something. Maybe it's a fun little bit to okay, some people, but
5: it's, it's always fun. fun. Oh, no, it's
2: oh, it's always <laughs> fun for me, and that's a little <laughs> smuggler's feud. How this oh, you know,
4: How music this is... Just keeps coming. I love it.
2: They haven't listened to us because if they did, then they would know.
4: No, I love it. I Not have really heard you guys. Really bad
3: feeling about this.
2: <laughs> um, Waste Smugglers Feud is played. It's based on the Star Wars Family Feud card game, oh, except well. Family Feud normally one side goes until they get three strikes. We go back and forth. First one, obviously, uh, whoever gets the highest answer. Before getting the three strikes, ends up winning any tie break in case in that round, both teams go three or both podcasts go three strikes.
0: Or we get all the answers before three strikes.
2: Or as Ken just said. So I have three cards. Happen. I think it, it's happened once. It's happened twice. It has huh. happened twice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, you, Brian? You? So I have three cards on, in front help. of me. If someone from the con guys would like to pick a number between one and three.
3: Luke, you choose
2: two. Is that from the, it's
4: the only, it's the only real number between one and three.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, it's my rugby number. So why not?
2: All right. Luke, the force
3: is strong with you.
2: Name a body part that would get sore after a long trip across the galaxy. Starting with the con guys, five answers on the board.
3: Does a certain one of us go first? Ryan, you go first, my friend. Okay. <laughs> exactly. uh, let's go sore. Alright, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with your uh your your hand wrist.
4: Mm.
3: <laughs> All right.
2: I'll go next, <laughs> I First strike. <Okay>. <laughs> So uh, you're back from the flash from the lights. Actually, it goes Wookie radio. We go back and forth. Oh, oh, oh. oh back, and forth, yeah.
3: back and forth. Back and okay. forth. Okay. Yeah. Oh. It's two so, teams.
2: So back Wookiee radio. Forth.
0: So how is it worded? Wait a minute. How did they word the question?
2: Name a body part that would get sore after a long trip across the galaxy.
0: Okay.
2: And this is one where you do not think Star Wars. Yeah.
5: Most of these you can't think Star Wars. What do you think, Derek? And that's where they get you. Uh, I don't know I would go with leg or foot or uh, Lower extremity of some sort Yeah
0: Pretty broad uh, Well you gotta think you're talking to aliens and stuff They may not have feet
5: That's true I don't know what do you think Ken We can go with that We'll go with leg or foot We'll oh, go leg yeah
2: Number two oh. answer Number, Number two,
5: two is a Wow Nice
2: so back okay. to the okay. con guys. All
3: right, Luke. Cheese Body part.
2: Hmm.
3: It's kind of
4: a I weird meant... question. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I would say your butt if you're trying to go through space and you have to go to the bathroom and you got to go all the way across the galaxy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. oh. Backside. Number one. We're tied.
4: We're tied. Number one. Yes.
2: Back to hmm. back. I'll, I would say backside, but backside. Yeah. Back to Wookiee Radio.
0: Well, let's go arms. Mm.
4: Ooh,
3: Jim, bring it home. Bring Don't it home, guys.
4: Questions. All right. If I was zooming across the galaxy, the one thing that I think that I would be that would be sore me is my neck because of the whiplash. Right? Come on! Come on!
2: Yes! All number right. five. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> number five. Back to Wookie Radio. Two answers Uh-oh. left. Oh, geez! Right, right. next after. And each oh, and okay. each an show is one strike each.
5: Ooh! Oh! Well, wow, this is a fam- This is a family show. This is a family show, so that cuts out a couple of answers. Mm. <laughs> uh, hey now!
3: I don't know. I don't think. I don't think mine would. I don't think ours would get sore.
5: <laughs> I'm going to go with
2: uh, uh, back. Oh. Number three. Totally took mine. All right. We One it, answer left.
3: Okay. We've covered most of the body. Um, yeah. Hmm. We've, we have covered most of the body. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go.
1: What are you doing there, Jabba?
3: I'm going to go with my eyes. Eyes.
1: Ooh, yeah. Mm. Oh! Strike tip. Uh,
3: that was a good answer.
2: hmm
3: Yeah. staring well, at the endless galaxy, you don't think?
5: Okay. Yeah.
2: Mm. Wow. Well, back over to Wookiee Radio. What
0: do you think, your head, Derek, maybe?
5: Yeah, sure. Why not? You get not? Head. Yeah. Whole head. It will test your head and your mind. And your brain. And your brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: number okay. four answer, we have swept.
5: But but how
3: does a head get sore? just get my... a headache.
4: Okay. Wait, is that are all is that all the answers?
2: That, that is all. all the answers.
4: That's all, folks. So it's so is that that this question actually came from the Star Wars uh, trivia box? No, no, no mm-hmm. Star Wars Family Feud. <laughs> <Dude.
3: laughs> Oh, Star Wars Family Feud. Cool. And we lost.
2: Mm. Well. Current, so, yeah.
3: current
1: <laughs> score. You just don't know your body, Jim. You just don't.
2: <laughs> current Mostly score. Me. Current score. Other podcasters. 10. Wookie Radio. 10.
3: Oh, wow. Wow. We, we got you guys
5: tied. So there you That's go. That's great. Right. Huh. I'm
2: surprised
5: hey, we won that. Thanks. I know, huh?
2: so um like we usually do with most of our podcasts first thing we do is find out a little bit more about your show so tell us a little bit about the con guys
4: all right i will start and then i will pitch it off to the other guys the con guy we actually started about four years ago correct me if i'm wrong luke as as we started as a website that uh basically we covered All the stuff that anybody going to San Diego Comic-Con would want to know, like how to get there, where to stay, places to see, um, the best panels. And we kind of expanded a little bit to cover most of the conventions that we get excited about. So right now, I guess we we kind of started off saying, hey, we're going to be the Drudge Report of Comic-Cons. Any kind of news from across the universe that you need to know to enjoy your favorite Comic-Con, we're going to have it here. But we kind of, you you know, especially this year with Comic-Cons kind of taking a hiatus – sort of we uh, we basically we are pop culture and fandom through the lens of conventions and we like to help bring you any kind of news information opinions that helps you experience your favorite fandom so that's the website me and luke we started the podcast together and ryan is our uh, our he's been our um, producer for so long but luke and ryan you guys can jump in here yeah Yo, luke
1: you're next man i concur yes um I think it's been around five years that we've had the con guy. Uh, Yes, it's been a fun journey. It's been a way for us to attend uh, conventions, and we've gotten to see a lot of cool things, see a lot of cool events. But the podcast was just something that kind of just happened just kind of organically through a friend. and. Got involved with a company called After Buzz and the Popcorn Talk, and they did a show, The Con Guy, there. And then we branched into a show called The Scare Guy Show, which is the horror side of The Con Guy. And we've been doing that, I think, around three years or so, something like that. Like we've been doing different shows, have interviewed a lot of cool guests and have talked to a lot about cool events and conventions and different movies and things.
4: And Ryan has been our producer extraordinaire, right. but Ryan, you got other stuff too. Yeah, that's right. I,
3: mean, I produced you guys, uh, at Popcorn Talk, where I also co-hosted a Star Wars news show weekly uh, with my co-host Steph Sabra. I'm talking everything from news reviews, are far away. Uh, also on the Mandalorian and uh, Clone Wars After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Um, just always love talking about all the news going on with Star Wars.
4: Yeah,
2: it's very cool. Sorry, Luke, I, I, I've been waiting all show to do this. <laughs> I am your father.
4: <laughs> Whoa! I Boy, bet you haven't heard that.
1: Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I never. Love that. that is a, like, everybody Darth goes for the jigsaw. first name. They By the way, always I go for the first name. My last name is Cheeseman, but I used to do a lot of like set stuff, and they, you know, do roll call or whatever, and then they'd say Luke Cheeseman. And then they'd laugh. I'm like, are they going to make fun of my last name? But then they're like, Luke, I'm your father. or Do some bad <laughs> Star Wars impression. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, really, a last name like cheese, and I can go for the first name. And uh,
2: That's so cheese, man.
4: That is awesome. And by the way, just so in case people have not heard of us, we are based out here in Hollywood, California. And um, most of us are in the entertainment. Well, I guess we're all in the, in the entertainment business. And this is just con guy the con guy.com in case we haven't said it's just a great way for us to just have a lot of fun talking about stuff like you guys talk about so we love it
2: very cool so I
4: guess, <laughs> I, guess the, I guess the trick is it's right what we do over three shows you guys do in one show uh I don't know you guys <laughs> have three star wars shows actually well between the three of us we've got five shows at the moment because like Ken's on a show called Geek Watch 1 Derek has Keepers of the Fringe and New England Society of Geeks and then
3: what is this like the chipmunk part of the no, <laughs> no that's Captain
4: Rex a- from uh, no, it's from like video. the
3: Star Tours ride he they, does he the same
4: thing that forgets oh, he turn- experience. he <laughs> does this and then forgets turned it on yeah uh, I know yeah Have you guys seen Captain Rex DJing over in the cantina recently?
2: I have. I'm sure everybody has. Yeah. Um, And then Uh, I've
4: not
0: got yet. So. And then, of course, with
2: with these guys doing Wookiee Radio. But Derek and I do Weeby Geeks. And then I do a Marvel show called Mighty Marvel Geeks. Oh, nice. So. so These are our kind of shows, man. This is great. Um, Oh, yeah. So talking Mandalorian. Uh, let's do it, let's do it first thing up, because I don't think we talked about it last week on, uh, on Wookiee Radio, I'm trying to remember I, I have <laughs> and, and haven't slept since that's what that. you're getting, trying to get into so season 2 Mandalorian trailer mm. I think we mentioned it, at maybe did we <laughs> We didn't actually go actually, Dave no, I it. it came out after, because it came out what, Thursday yeah, Friday last it week, did. came out after yeah, we recorded Thursday. Came out after we recorded. So, um, biggest speculation out of the whole thing, the hooded mystery woman, right? Played by Sasha Banks.
0: I'll say, I know who it is.
2: (laughs) Is it Sabine or is it potentially someone else?
3: Let's dive into Uh, this mystery. I mean, uh, I'll jump in real quick. Uh, so, so Sabine ran, of course, being, uh, Heavily featured in Star Wars Rebels, uh, one of the Mandalorians. Her lineage going, also appearing up in uh, in Mandalore. Parents, some Mandalore. You also see them in uh, Clone Wars final season here and there. Uh, I would bet ninety percent sure it's not her. Oh, why? I don't think it's her. I I agree. I, I think agree. it's someone else. Uh, although, but but I say that with a with a little asterisk of I wouldn't be mad if it's her. I think there's a lot of people online are like either one way or the other, really aggressively. I wouldn't be like peeved if it was, but I I, I honestly think just for a few reasons. First, being I, I just don't I think that she'd be a little bit more artsy. We would have seen like. The hair, the glitz and glamour. I don't, I don't know exactly why. We've seen orians in hoods before, and she's a hood. She's wearing a hood in this uh, trailer. But the trailer cuts to her when they mention sorcerers. So I'm assuming that that's someone who maybe has like Force powers, not necessarily a Jedi, but is one with the Force potentially. And she's just a brand new character. Other reason I don't think it's Sabine is Sabine, for the most part in Rebels, you could kind of tell like that was supposed to be an Asian character. Um, Mm. it wasn't very like straightforward, but I think that there, if they were to go that route, that might be also just like a tiny little inch that way too. I know there's not like a a lot of, you know, racist Star Wars, but that's just what I would assume again, 10% chance it is her, but I'm going to go 90%. It's not. Okay. Well, what do you guys think?
4: I am not going to disagree with Brian. I mean, the thing is like the one thing. When they did mention the sorcerer, I don't think they were necessarily being literal, like, hey, she is a sorcerer. I just think that the person describing the Jedi described them as a race of sorcerers. That's how they understood them. So I, that's why I don't think she's necessarily a sorcerer. She is a sorcerer in the sense that that's how they understand it. But um, I think I think it's Sabine. I haven't heard anyone else ex- ex- except for Ryan talk that it's anybody but Sabine.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. I mean, with Sasha Banks, she's 28. It would put Sabine at the right age level anyway. So, I mean, age of the actress is perfect for age of the character. Um, Again, maybe Sabine is considered a slight sorcerer because she did wield the Darksaber.
3: Yeah. And there is the reference of the. Oh, this is a that's a great point.
0: That's what I was going to bring in is like, I don't don't know if that's Sabine or not, but it does make full sense that Sabine would be in here. Especially last time we see Sabine is right after Return of the Jedi. She's with Ahsoka, which is in the time frame we're in now, and they're still looking for Ezra. But um, with uh, we saw the Darksaber last uh, season and her history with the Darksaber would mean that it would make full sense that she'd be in here, even if nothing else, but to try to get it back.
3: But is Uh, it Sasha Banks?
0: I don't know if that
5: character is her. Yeah, I do
0: expect to see her in I this. Don't,
5: I, I, yeah, I, I agree, but I, I don't think it. I don't think it's her. Now I will,
2: I, I will thoroughly disprove that it's not Barris Offrey or Offie because Barris would be the same age as Ahsoka, so we'd be looking more towards an actor like Rosario Dawson and be playing her, not mm. someone like Sasha Banks. Mm. Two, there's no face markings. On Sasha and, and Barris has the the face markings across yeah. the bridge of the nose, under the eyes.
5: Yeah, point as well. So uh, I think, but uh, I think she's going to be an entirely new character, in my opinion.
0: possibly. Yeah, I think if we do see, it would make sense to Ahsoka and uh, Sabine to be in this because we know Ahsoka has got the Jedi lineage, and he's looking for someone, the Jedi, to take this kid. Um, and uh, Sabine's uh, whole um, thing with the Darksaber. But I'm hoping that the two of them are one episode just uh, that done. One and done, and they're out, right. and then they move on to the actual story of yeah. the Mandalorian.
5: Yeah. I agree. I don't want to see them take over the
2: show.
0: No. I do well, like the idea of it possibly being a backdoor pilot for a show
2: for them. Now there Sure. Ha- okay. Now, you, you bring up that concern, um, and, and Ryan may have some insight on this as well. Um, I apologize, Luke and, and Jim, but you said Ryan's your <laughs> Star Wars guy here. Um, he he is. We we're not going to dispute that at all. <laughs> but there there's been talk <laughs> that there has been issues on set with mm. Pedro Pascal. Yep, and that this may be the last season with him, and that maybe bringing in Sabine or even Bo Katan, who's almost pretty much confirmed with. Katie Sackoff being in the show, right? That yep. that Din Djarin is gone. Bo or Sabine or someone else is taking over with the child, with Cara Dune, with the others, and carrying the show forward. Because I, it's, yeah. it's still the Mandalorian. Because we're talking the race, not the person. Right. Right. Yeah, but that would make it an entirely different show.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the interesting thing is, though, if we do have Sabine involved in this or Bo-Katan, how does that fit with the current Mandalorians that we've met so far? Because remember, the Mandalorians we've met so far were not racially Mandalorian, or as far as we could tell. They were religiously Mandalorian. Mm. So how does that fit with people who are actually native-born Mandalorian? Right.
2: Yeah, but we we don't have any confirmation that the, any of the other members of the clan that we saw in season one weren't native-born Mandalorians. But
0: they talk about foundlings a lot, how there's a lot of them are foundlings.
2: Yeah. Mm. They
0: don't specifically say who is, who isn't. But
2: – Well, we – So how,
0: we know, it, how do the
2: people – We know Den – is a, if a family. Mm-hmm. Right. But
0: how does the people who are, um, that subscribe to the warrior, um, no removing the helmet and all this stuff, how do they deal with the native born Mandalorians who still do everything the old way? I mean, do they get along? Do they fight? Do they stay away from each other?
5: That is an, an excellent question.
3: When it, when it comes to if Pedro Pascal has been having issues on set, I think that's like something to, to address first. Um, I totally do not, do not believe these reports whatsoever. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. kind of forgetting. I forget the name of the, uh, the female reporter who posted. She's also a movie reviewer, but she's like right 50% of the time. And I just, I just don't believe it. I think if you look at any of the press with Pedro Pascal, the dude has been nothing but hyped about being the Mandalorian. Like he told that story when, uh, I think a week before Mandalorian came out, um, right at the Chinese theater where he's like, he didn't even know he was going to be the Mandalorian. When they told him, he like just broke down and cried. I think he loves working on it. I, I spoke
4: with them. I, yeah. I, I, I did an extensive interview with him and he, when they brought him in, he like, just like Ryan said, he had zero idea that he was going to be the Mandalorian. Like he was, he was in the room looking at the, like the, you know, the armor. And he goes, that's cool. I would love to do something as cool as that. And they said, well, guess what? And he's like, no way. And it, it was, mm-hmm. yeah, he was so appreciative of this, but contrary to what Ryan said, I did hear that. He did get a little bit irritated with not being able to take off his helmet. <laughs> I, I did hear uh, yes. that. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, 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 hear, I hear
3: you. I, that, that, that's rough. I think I just, I, I know some of these things can sometimes be blown a little bit out of proportion. I, I would be absolutely shocked if the show the Mandalorian pivoted away from the guy we just spent a whole yep. uh, two seasons with. Um, I right. do share that concern though that they they're intru- it felt like the entire spring was every actor in Hollywood's gonna be in Mandalorian season two. Uh, and, I, and I'm a little worried yeah that there's gonna be so much so many new characters and things, but hopefully they do kind of stick to that. Um, like new adventure every week, type uh, type pace. But um, yeah, I, I would, hmm. I do expect we will get a few more Mandalorian characters, and not just one that's a foundling, but maybe one, or not just one that's a part of the creed, but one that's uh, also part of like you know the race. So I, I think this does support the argument that we are going to get like a Sabine. Um I just I would be really really surprised if by the end of this season the core relationship we're following is not still Baby Yoda the child and Dinjar.
2: Uh this just in. Luke Cheeseman oh. is not in the Mandalorian. <laughs> how do you know? Yeah, how do you know? Because I got breaking news. Mm-hmm. Hey, we've never
0: seen Luke and the Mandalorian together. That's that right. is true.
2: That is right. True. Okay. So maybe. Um, now, we, during the trailer, uh, we see an ice planet. And the theories out there are it's Hoth, which I seriously doubt. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, oh, what? Uh, it Egthaw, where they get the um, kyber crystals from. For oh, their lightsabers, mm-hmm. or uh, but there's also speculation that that same planet is what was used to become Starkiller Base.
4: Oh, that
0: would be interesting,
2: right? I've heard that.
0: I would I would actually lean more towards that myself because we know where everything is going to end up going. Right. So if you're going to put it into the storyline of where we're going to be at, you uh, that's the hints I would put in there to start for now. Is I that, hope
5: it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Because tri- uh-huh,
0: for the um, first season, how many different planets um, did we see? And we have no names for any of them, except for when we did actually end up on Tatooine. Mm, right.
3: right, That's the whole show. We had right. no idea who we
0: were. Right. That's a good point.
3: Yeah, Elam. Elam is the name of that yeah. planet Stark yeah. Base. Uh, I, I definitely right. think it's that. Because that, that planet's also featured in Jedi Fallen Order, uh, the video game that came yeah. out last year. Yes. Yeah. And again... Kyber Crystals, that's where he if you play the game, you replace your lightsaber there. I think it makes perfect sense for that to be the plan, and I think that just mm. makes it all the more connected. Um, I doubt it's
2: Hoth. I, I swear you're yeah. saying it, But I, it was cool seeing the, the, the ship in the background. Right. Which uh, what potentially could that be? To me, and I agree with some of the others, it looks like remnants of a Republic gunship.
3: I'm. I totally think it's that too, which makes me even think: Could this be the planet that Ahsoka, Rex land on at the end of Clone Wars? I know that they have a continued story in Rebels, but. That would make sense oh, for there to be an right. erect, yeah. erect, you know, ship there. Um, we don't really know much about that planet either. Right. And There's and a lot who, of snow planets.
2: And who, and who knows? Maybe, <laughs> I know, that, what's up with that? maybe that planet was Elam as well. You're right. All the more reason.
5: That would make sense, too, with the, with him trying to find out where the child comes from. Yep.
0: Yeah, cuz that actually if you're we're looking up the Jedi and that's where Jedi got their crystals and eventually if you're studying enough and you're finding enough of the clues, you're going to end up on these places. Yeah.
5: Right.
0: Now. But then again, I hope, like I said, I hope <laughs> it's not because one if we if all these planets are stuff we recognize, that makes for a real small galaxy. If there's yeah. hundreds of billions of um and millions of stars out there and planets on all these stars and stuff, why do we only got to know about 10 or 15? <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> True, but on the other hand, too, again, uh, how many snow planets do we need to see?
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. Uh, I, I think there's so many snow planets. <laughs> I think uh, it, <laughs> it would be odd if there's just a whole entire another one. But I mean, there's got to be a reason you include that in this video game you just had come out. Um, mm. And you know, it's Mandalorian season two. I think it's. I think it more connects the universe as opposed to limits it because again to, if I'm talking about my parents right now, when we see Mandalorian in the movies, uh, they don't know what Elam is. They are like, right. start, maybe a Starkiller race, so it might more expand it in, a, in an odd way, even though it is another planet we've seen before.
2: I, th- right. I think the possibilities are um, it's the planet. If the planet at the end of Clone War Season 7 is not Elam, it's either that planet or it's is, or is Elam, one or the other. It could be both. Yeah, that's and if and if it's both then that just confirms that at the end of season seven that 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 was Elam that they went to or on their way to
0: right. I think they should get real unique and very strange, and actually have a planet with more than one climate.
4: I was gonna say the same Uh, thing. (laughs) Why is every planet in the solar system either either a desert planet, a snow planet, a forest planet, a tropical paradise planet? I know they're all just one
2: or or water world.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Because that was- that's what Star Wars is. <laughs> <laughs> because
2: you know we.
5: Or we, dude,
3: Mustafar,
2: dude. They have a
3: cold winter on Mustafar.
2: It's, <laughs> yeah. Mustafar is hot, man.
3: Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> volcano planet.
2: Okay, that too. Anyway, <laughs> um, now we we see you know the the water planet. And we see the Mandalorian and the child on a boat heading somewhere. Uh, Speculation's been Camino. Speculation's been Moncala. Any guesses?
4: For those of us not quite as well, Moncala, remind me what that is.
2: That's where – that's the the aquatic planet that has – the Mon oh, and the Quarren. Cor- yeah, the Quarren oh, are, like are the squid, squid Face, old school yeah. Squid Face and Akbar. Yeah. Are they doing sign language there, Mike? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's also, um, that if I remember right, that's the planet where they actually um, developed and created the B-Wings was the Mon Calamari. It's a B-Wing ship it yeah. a yeah. Mon Cala ship. It's a
2: Mon ship, yeah. but it wasn't. But it wasn't created on Moncala. It was created by uh, the one guy. Um, oh yeah, Moncala, on that moon. A
4: science, a on planet. that moon, yeah. No, we're right. talking about the planet where the the big fishing boat was plowing yes. its way through the ocean, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I ca- actually <laughs> Mandalorian's deadliest catch.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, if you go with the idea that the
0: uh, child is a clone, it'd be interesting to see if this is Camino.
2: Uh, remember, Ooh. the, the scientist, the scientists that worked with the client had the cloners, cloners insignia on his uniform.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and, I mean, yeah. And yeah. we know Sidious was working with the um, cloner or with the Kaminoans to make the army. He uh, do, had Dooku do it, but it was still right. under his direction. Right.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to hop on that clone theory, I I actually I I wrote an article for um, the site. You know, we do with the show through, uh, just fleshing that more out. I think even beyond him having the little clone patch on his shoulder, if you just look at the timing of everything, uh, if you look at like attack the clones, Um, when we were first introduced to the clones, Yoda had to go to Kamino to pick up that army, because that's how they show up in Geonosis, so he was on a planet where they clone people, and that's 25 years before Mandalorian, but clones age at twice the speed, so technically he would be 50, and that's how old Baby Yoda is.
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I read your article, Ryan, I was impressed.
3: I think that that timing is just so... It's too perfect to not be true. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. But I think we talked about it here, though. Uh, we did the timeline. If the child is aging at normal speed. Right. Which is a possibility. Since they they were just looking to see if it could happen. And maybe true. they were looking for maybe Dooku uh, as, under the the disguise of his best friend sifo was maybe trying to see about cloning a Jedi army, Who whose DNA oh, would he have had the most access to?
3: Oh my goodness. His
2: am- master, Yoda.
3: Oh my
0: goodness. This here. And the I, actually, well, the, another one we thought up was and, and uh, I, when they...
2: And go I, referenced,
0: ahead, Mike, yours, mine.
2: And I referenced the book, audiobook, Dooku, Jedi Lost.
0: Yeah. Well, also... If you think of it, um, it's been confirmed that um, the Sith Ascendancy or whatever the name of it from Episode Nine, they were um, and um, Palpatine was trying to clone a body for him, but nothing could handle the power. Well, if they were all, years ago, he was he's been probably trying to do this longer than just the twenty years or whatever after Return of the Jedi. So, what's the chances that he was this? The child is actually the clone body he they had created for him, so that he uh-huh. know Yoda could handle that type of power. So maybe the child was created to be the next vessel for Palpatine.
2: Could be Ooh. interesting. Which again goes back to that initial timeline to see mm-hmm. to see if it was possible. Dooku or Saifedean's, aka Dooku, um, would have maybe taken some of Yoda's DNA to see about getting yeah. cloned.
0: Yeah. And we and we know the um, the Sith, death is the end. There is nothing past death for Sith. That's been all totally confirmed. The Jedi have figured out how to transcend into the Force and be able to come back and stuff. So, of course, the Sith remember Sidious himself or Palpatine uh, um, tells Anakin that um, Darth Plagueis was trying to figure out how to beat death. Right. Well, what, of course, he would be continuing what his master was trying to do. Right. So what's the chances that all of the cloning, including the army and all of it, was all him trying to figure out how to cheat death?
3: That's fascinating. I think mm. yeah, I mean so it's it's, like, that, that's the thing is it's such a great area pre free attack of the clones with like the relationship with Kamino but well, that this all would, checks
2: out. This would this even mean,
4: though this this, this would still be a little bit but, go ahead. Sorry, I was
2: gonna say this would actually be pre Phantom Menace.
4: Well, yeah, this is the one. The thing is, like, I, I, I personally don't know if George Lucas himself had had that in his mind when he created the the prequels, but it, it's definitely something to wrap your arms around now to try to pull those strings together. Wow. While... Yeah, I,
3: that, that that is really interesting to think about, like. I, I guess there's both ways it could work because it's all about the motive. And what's, what's more enticing, I think about your guys theory is there's a clear motive there. Uh, that, like that all checks out. I don't know why Yoda would voluntarily clone himself. if He was just like making a pit stop at Camino before he goes to Geonosis. Um, there's no clear motive
2: uh, for him. Right. Whereas, where, whereas if Dooku stole DNA or took DNA off of possession that he was given from Yoda, And they lifted the DNA off of that. That's how they could have gotten his DNA.
3: I mean, even, yeah, you could could even argue this, Be I think, even more far-fetched, but you could even argue, like, right after uh, Attack of the Clones, you know, they do have an encounter there. I don't think he would have gotten his DNA, but he could still have gone. And then there's the aging twice as fast. Like, there's a lot of possibilities here.
0: Well, also, advancing forward a couple of years to um, uh, Revenge of the Sith, the battle between Palpatine and Yoda, Yoda is, gets beat up pretty good, is um, pretty battered and bloody when he gets out of that. There, his DNA is all over that mm-hmm. center rotunda.
3: Oh, and then he, it's like, search the search the whole arena, <laughs> mm-hmm. get all of us <laughs> that. He has nails, I think, <laughs> even like scratched something yeah. There oh, get, yeah. A, like, get a little sample.
0: Yeah. Also the Jedi Temple was left there. How do we know that the Jedi didn't keep um, samples of the DNA of the all the Jedi for records keeping or something? Mm. What are the record keeping for a galaxy far far away? Maybe it's a sample of the genetic materials in a vault somewhere. That
3: so librarian. So, you so gotta you're studying to get that librarian. That's right.
2: So you're saying the Jedi were the Mormons of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> oh <my God.
3: laughs>
2: with with the (laughs) dna collection
3: that's a stupid comparison yeah they're very disciplined in in many ways yeah i think that that's in many respects you could actually make that (laughs) legitimate (laughs) comparison to them
2: now the end of the trailer we we see that you know the mandalorians on this planet that's got graffiti all over the walls uh speculation is potentially um that we've gone back there Uh, I think there's more reference. I I think it would be more reference to um, the planet. We do see a lot of graffiti on buildings with Lothal. But what's the deal with the Bantam white Gamorrean guards in the in the ring?
3: (laughs) He's just familiar, you know, alien we could see. I I, I don't know what the deal is with the actual fighting. That makes me think of.
0: uh, But they're lightweights. (laughs)
3: <laughs> but they're fun to watch, man. But you got to think these
0: <laughs> guys are trained fighters; they're not just guards. The guards are going to sit around and get fat, right? Yeah, the trained fighter is not is going to be a little leaner. Well,
4: you know, they need to make money somehow. Like guards fat.
3: <laughs> they need to make money somehow. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's some type kind of uh, you know, it's it's definitely some type of like gambling ring. It, I, I was getting vibes of, um, completely forgetting the name of the planet, but in Solo, where like where he meets Lando. I yeah, um, was yeah, thinking a lot of different places.
4: Yeah, because you know th- w- that's kind of interesting. It, it also has a little bit of the Force Awakens. You know the planet where um, Maz Cantata was at. You know you you had all those uh, those pieces of cloth hanging like like prayer cloths hanging yeah. from ropes. Those are all over the ring. So it, that's that's what it made me think of.
2: Takadana yeah uh-huh.
0: so, you, so you're thinking this actually could be on Takadana in a different level of the castle because remember that palace looked pretty big and we only saw the mm. one in the basement part of the right. basement mm-hmm. or the one um, cantina room right
3: really good point it's been
0: the whole arena in there mm-hmm. yeah,
3: yeah. yeah you, I don't think it's you thought- can get like a young Maz Kanata if you want <laughs> that would be great well
0: I don't know how young she was already 30
1: years is a, a, th-
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> years of a really
1: th- cool scene <laughs> yeah yeah
2: I I, I love the moment where um, Mandalorian ejects the whistling birds, and you, yeah. th- and you see the child just reach over the front. Mm-hmm. Oh crap! <laughs> Hit the button. That was the
4: best. That was the best. Yeah, I don't know. I
1: like to see Baby Yoda in the ring. He could take
3: well, him. Love
5: <laughs> that.
1: You know what? Though the thing is. Yeah, to go back to your your your
4: cloning theory, t- just real quick, if if uh, the child is a clone, are Jedi powers also cloned? I mean, is it going back to? I mean, where did his Jedi powers come from? How was that?
3: I
2: think that, that might be the question there. That was, I think that's what the question was, and I, and I think timeline is it was done pre Phantom Menace is dooku was trying to see if they could build a jedi army use yeah. uh, strongest of the jedi was yoda if he had dna or something that they could use to clone or wills that's the oh wait that's, that's where you get into
0: um that's where the real question comes in is if you do clone a jedi do, do you have to inst- insert the middle mand- the uh, metachlorians yourself or do they get cloned also because they're a separate entity in and, the way that it's explained
2: in the um, prequels. And I, th- I think the reason why they went from the Jedi to cloning the clones that we have is because they couldn't accelerate the growth rate or the aging to, to get the army sooner than they were, lo- you know.
5: that mm. excel- Accelerating their aging might affect their midichlorians. Yeah. But – but the other question – the other question would be how does one get midichlorians and – and have they ever come yeah. up with a vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but depending on – depending on if, if the midichlorians occur naturally in, in, in a, a force-sensitive creature – then, if they're cloned, they might they might or might not have the midi That's the hard part to well, say. Well, and, and, in, and that, that Qui Gon says straight up that everybody, all living creatures,
0: have met the midi chlorians in them. It's how high your concentration is that allows you to actually
5: true. feel the force. Right, and,
2: and I think the question also comes in from uh, that. What was it, Darth Vader number twenty five from the year one uh, from the. Charles Soule books, you know, some of those final pages where we see Palpatine behind an already pregnant uh, Shimi Skywalker, that was he able to manipulate the midichlorians in the fetus right. Anakin to make him stronger of a, of a Jedi. So can't can the midichlorians, if a force user of some sort, be it light or dark, can they... Manipulate as at the growth stage, at that early, early growth stage, pre birth stage, can they manipulate the I mean, it's,
3: I think it's a great question. I, I, this is why I think it, the world is their oyster when it comes to this. Um, I think a lot of it's just the execution though. Like some of this sounds like really far fetched, but uh, if they can really you know, explain it in a way that's both entertaining and I think like compelling. I'm, I'm kind of game for any of it. Like I I really would like, I'd be fine with that. Um, My worry is like, as much as I think about like all the different possibilities with how this happens, you know, how would you explain this to, to people who like haven't read all these comics read the books like how would it's it's such a core part of this show like who is baby yoda like where did he come from and maybe it's a question that they won't even answer in the show and it might just be some of the extra fourth diehard fans through all this other media um but if they do decide to answer in the show i'm just really interested in how they explain it so that everyone actually understands
0: i know exactly how you explain it you actually bring in someone like Dave Filoni, who's actually been trained under George Lucas on how to tell these stories, <laughs> and actually probably has the greatest um, grasp on what the Force is next to George Lucas, and have him tell you how to tell these stories. Oh, wait. They did that. They did.
2: They are doing that. Well, the, Okay. Here's here's the question then. Do you
0: got to we- think. He, made, he put the stuff in the Clone Wars, and little kids understood it too. And we're just seeing it now, and like seven- and eight-year-olds are totally understanding. it. <laughs>
2: so so, so I have the, so I guess this poses the question out there do we want to see the answer to the child actually revealed on how how or what he is in season two or since we know there's five seasons do we want to see it dragged out even more no I
5: want yeah. I wanted I want to the answer as soon as possible so that they can then move on. I don't want to, I don't want it dragged on for five seasons.
1: Yeah. Don't turn it into Heroes where it's like, save the cheerleader, save the world. And then it's just like, yeah.
5: I, I yeah. got lost.
1: Like, they, it just kept going on and on. I'm just like, all right, I'm done. This is just taking forever. Like, watching yeah, Heroes.
5: Exactly.
1: Or they're going to give us the inception ending where you get to the end of this and they're going to be like, baby yoda is and then they cut the block <laughs> what <laughs> or something yeah. moves everybody's gonna just debate it Thanks or yeah, uh, the
2: or, or, I, I, or is the same yeah. elsewhere ending where you you see oh you you see ben solo holding a <laughs> a snow globe shaking it going what could have been uh.
3: I, oh my! <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if we actually found out. Um, or, or I don't think we're gonna find out every answer as to like where he came from. But I would not be surprised if I, I don't if think they he. They get him to. They uh, get him to you know an Ahsoka or, um, or someone else. Uh, I was talking about this earlier with some people. You, you know, some people considered sorcerers like who else? Everyone was saying like, it'd be Luke, Luke, Luke. And it's like no, there's other people out there. They mm-hmm. just might not be considered like jedi in the terms of you were trained and like were at the temple and had like an obi-wan master um right. cuz i don't even know if you consider ahsoka a jedi right now like she doesn't nope. consider herself
5: one no nope. um,
2: oh, no yeah
5: you got maz so, Kanata
2: who who's the same way same way no
5: well, the other it, thing is i i was i was discussing with my friend on uh one of my other podcasts this weekend and the, the whole thing with Luke people, people in general probably don't really know about Luke and what happened and how he killed the, the, the emperor and everything, because it's in a Mandalorian timeline. It's still too fresh and too new. And it's not like Luke suddenly became a, a celebrity because of the Calpatine invader and, and everything. So he's probably still unheard of in a lot of the galaxy. Oh, I would I would say even by
0: the time you get to the uh, sequel trilogy, he's still probably uh, relatively unknown in the galactic scope. Right.
5: Exactly. Because I think yep.
0: even like um, Han and Leia and all of them, the actual people who run the government. If you're talking about thousands and thousands of star systems, the the common everyday man and they they have no idea who's running stuff up above. They're just worried about what's happening where they're at. Well,
2: look at Last Jedi. You got the kids on Canto Canto Bite or at Canto Bite that they're talking about this legend. And they don't know if it's true or not. They're just rehashing it as a legend or a myth.
0: And as Ryan was saying, um, I'll go back to that for just a second about the Jedi and Sith. Remember, we've talked about it on here, but um, if nothing else, Rebels, every season of that, basically they went into – Dave Filoni, if you could say the one major message she was trying to show Star Wars in that, is the Jedi and Sith are not all there is of the Force. Right. I mean, every, every couple of episodes you see someone else that is a Force user of some sort, but it had nothing to do with Jedi and Sith. Jedi and Sith are just two sides of a religion.
2: Right. And
4: just had, and they're probably the, the
0: high, highest, biggest side. Yeah. They're they're, mm-hmm.
4: the, they're the high priests. They're the high priests yeah. of the religion. That's a specific
0: religion about. though of that specific legend
4: there's um the witches of
0: dathomir have nothing to do with jedi and sith but they're dark side force users look at the um the bendu he's a force user but he's dead center right there's there's all kinds of um i mean back in legends you'd find them all the time different force users and things but um but even in the newer continuities and stuff it's like the the force is everywhere it just everybody touched it in different ways Yep. It just happens to be that the Giant Sith have more power than all the other ones out there. So they're the religion everybody knows about. Or actually, they're the most dominant in the stories we've been told. True. Right. Again, it's exactly. the full size of the galaxy of thousands of star systems. We've only seen th- this one section of the galaxy. There's right. one family among right. exactly, the yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, well... <laughs> One last thing about the Mandalorian Uh, Hasbro put out Monday, Mando Mondays. (laughs) So um, I guess the question is, because I didn't catch the full announcement. Is there going to be new reveals every Monday of new Mandalorian product? Okay.
4: Yeah. Starting October 26. It's going to be every week. They have brand new products running through December 21.
5: Okay. Well but is is it just gonna be one thing at a time or a couple of things? I don't think
4: things? so. I think I think it's a group of stuff like the first preview stuff we got, mm-hmm. you know, like with with the child Lego, the, the 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 Star Wars Polaroid um camera and different things, it's gonna be a group oh, of yeah. weird toys that Everyone's going to be convinced that they they want. I kind of do want that camera just because it looks cool. But <laughs> it's me over is, already. There's, the real the Mandalorian <laughs> Monopoly set, which is awesome.
2: Yeah,
0: so, yeah. Is, is this all stuff that's available on their website, or is it stuff that we're never going to see in the store that's supposed to be there?
2: Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah. Now looking at some of the manda- uh, Mando Monday pre-orders and reveals. Uh, Of course, all this is available for pre-order now. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe if it's still around. Uh, You have (laughs) Mm -hmm. the Lego Star Wars The Child Mm -hmm. set. This looks pretty cool. This looks Mm -hmm. like a cool-looking set. Uh, Yeah. From Sideshow, the Mandalorian premium format figure, which is uh, Mandalorian and The Child. Uh, From Gentle Giant, a Legends in 3D The Child uh, half-scale bust. Uh, from Funko, we have a Mandalorian with child, um, a grammarian Grimor- fighter, and the fun and the child in bag. I love that. Uh, now the fig pins; uh, the- these are pretty cool. If you hold your camera over them, they. There's like an augmented reality animation that happens with them. (laughs) Uh, You have the Mandalorian in two sizes, uh, regular and extra large. Cara Dune, Quill, IG-11, The Child, and The Child with Soup. (laughs) Um, Then, as someone mentioned, the Monopoly Star Wars Mandalorian Edition. Which I wonder if it will come with whistling birds in case your opponent can't pay their rent.
0: <laughs> I know Nerf put that out already. Nerf actually put it, put the gauntlet. They had the, basically their version of a whistling birds.
2: It doesn't work. We, oh,
0: did they? Well, yeah. We it should. Start.
2: <laughs> we Zoe got it. Got it home. We took it back the next day because <laughs> it it wouldn't fire.
4: Huh.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah.
4: You no, know, doesn't look like there's any whistling birds. I'm looking at the pieces right now. Um
2: then we have a, a new set of Mandalorian 6-inch black series figures they call this the credit collection so each one of these the comes with what I definitely want uh each one of these comes with a piece of imperial credit um, the first one is the uh the heavy I want to make sure I get the name right. Uh heavy infantry Mandalorian.
0: Right. Which basically that's a, that's the Jon Favreau action figure.
2: Yeah. That, that's, yeah. that's Paz Vizsla. Yeah. That's, that's Paz Vizsla, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh next is uh IG-11. Uh and all these are on a um funky artwork vintage style carding. Mm -hmm. Uh, you have cards.
0: series. Imagine how big these cards are.
2: Uh, I'm staring at one with (laughs) tall. Uh, they're about nine, 10 inches in height. So I'm staring at the, uh, driver 40th anniversary empire black series. Nice. Um, we had the Mandalorian himself, Cara Dune. And a Imperial Death Trooper. Now, the other thing that I found odd with these was the paint scheme they used on these. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if this was maybe supposed to be kind of stylized from either a comic book or um, what we see, what would maybe have been in the um, the animated special or the Star mm-hmm. Wars Holiday special. <laughs> So, I I just wasn't sure. And I haven't seen any explanation of why this particular paint scheme. Yeah, me either. For which figure? Any of them in, in the Black uh, Series credit collection.
0: Actually, IG 11 looks a little off, but the um, the heavy infantry mando looks, he's right. Karadum um, is pretty light. They're pretty correct.
5: Oh, that's cheaper. I could see
0: being. A little bit more beat up because um the empire's on decline yeah
2: take, take a closer look there it's it's not the normal That's, costume paint job
0: yeah well I saw the um the what's call it? it's the promo picks for these ones so yeah right. there we go
2: if you if you look at the mandalorian on the card and then on starwars.com look at um the carbonized three and three quarter inch figure there's a big difference between them
4: yeah, the, the Death oh. Trooper is are, are definitely covered in rust.
2: Yeah, mm. and, and the armor's not black.
4: <laughs> no, it's kind of like a gray. Yeah, it's like a, a grayish color. Yeah,
2: it's like he's put his armor through the washing machine way too many yeah. times. <laughs> um, well, you're right.
4: It's got a mm. lot of nicks on it too.
2: Yeah. Now, the, uh, like I said, there's the three and three quarter inch Mandalorian vintage collection, carbonized collection. Uh, We have the Mandalorian. We have the remnant stormtrooper, which I kind of like these stormtroopers because um, these figures, because it's like the dilapidated armor. Mm -hmm. Um, You have Cara Dune and you have a death trooper. So obviously we're going to be seeing more death troopers in
3: season two. We got them at the finale and they were. Yeah. They're all sleek, but they leak, but they had
0: like a solid 10 or 15 of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got to remember, Moff Gideon, we, um, Esposito has already said that he's in a lot more of these second season episodes and that uh, he has a battalion of death troopers that's his personal troopers. So they're going to be all over the place anywhere he is.
2: And the last time we saw someone with their own battalion of troopers was uh, Thrawn and Rebels. He had his own Death Troopers. Uh-huh. Of course, Krennic uh-huh. did on uh, on
5: hmm
2: So, uh, we also have a 2.2 inch child pram and necklace figure two pack. Uh, a hiding child hiding and stopping fire two pack. That looks so strange. Where did where'd we see him stop fire at? Remind me where we saw that in the cantina. Yeah, at the very oh, end of the movie. And yeah. episode yeah. episode eight.
3: Yeah, episode eight. Okay, okay.
0: Yep. Yeah, this is the series two. This is the second series of these. Remember the um when this first came out, you had six of these. Yep. And this is the second six.
2: Uh and the last sit, uh the last two is the speeder bike, uh, bag and buttons, which I kinda want the buttons one. Even though these are being sold as two packs. I guarantee you Target and probably Disney will have them sold as individuals shortly after release.
4: Oh,
2: yeah. And so I want the buttons one. That way I could just look at them and go, no, leave the console alone. Being an audio (laughs) engineer. Uh, Don't touch. Don't touch. Don't touch. uh, As Jim had (laughs) pointed out, the Mandalorian Polaroid, now instant camera, and the Mandalorian I-Type color film that goes with what? it
4: <laughs> sold separately
2: so um so yeah what are you guys this is it? <laughs> what are you I'm guys say, looking have, at getting
3: the polaroid hands down i mean i think it's weird because i actually don't see a lot of these cameras um, they stopped
4: making a polaroid stopped making cameras they stopped producing film I, we have a friend brad who you know ryan who, yeah, I mean, I got
3: my doctor. own little.
4: Yeah, look at there.
3: There we go. But um, my yeah. daughter
2: has one of those.
4: Yeah,
3: but <laughs> I think I think it's. It, I'm always interested when like a filmmaker puts up uh, like here's their LUT set for to make your cameras or like shoots look like you know their aesthetic. But I, I think that's really. I think that's like a really fun uh, gift that I would actually be more compelled to like to get someone or even get myself just because. If you're even like a, just a regular fan of the Mandalorian, or if you're a hardcore fan, like that's something yeah. right. easy to recreate. Boom, boom, and instantly fun. I, I love that. You know what I would love is the because um, I'm looking at it really
4: close right now. It's the the vintage carbonized remnant start Stormtrooper. It's a Walmart exclusive. I didn't I didn't realize that. But if you look really close, it, it really stands out from all the other Stormtroopers. It is dirty. It's corroded. It's orange and rusted all er, in all the joints. I, I just, I, when I was a kid I, I, and I saw Star Wars for the first time, the thing that was just so stuck out to me is how dirty and bent and messed up all the outer space stuff was. Because I was so used to everything being, you know, right. Star Trek and clean. And so, this to me yeah. reminds me of when I saw Star Wars as a kid. Things that are dirty, messed up, and rusting. I love, I love that remnant storm stormtrooper. See,
2: I liked how the sand troopers mm. uh, were on Tatooine. They were very dirty. But when we see stormtroopers like on Tana five on the Death Star, and everything, it's like almost too clean. Yeah, it was, it was almost too clean. Yeah, so
0: we got to think that from a storytelling perspective the empire was uh, the evil was very, very clean and spotless. And then the rebellion was very dirty and beat up and using old Mm. stuff. It was a diametric opposite.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Which is just the way Lucas tells stories. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, um, other than that, uh, is there anything else you guys are, are looking at potentially getting, I mean, I'm interested in the, the heavy infantry Mandalorian just because I missed out on the, the original, I, I just yeah, think yeah. this one's cool. And I may consider the Black Series um, Death Trooper because I have one of the originals. I would love to have the, the variant yeah. for display. Because um, I'm sorry, these I'm going to let breathe. I'm gonna, <laughs> they're coming out of the package. Um, but I, other than that, I'm, and then the one Yoda, or the child from the two-pack, I don't see myself getting much out of this initial pre-order. Mm.
0: Some of the fun yeah. codes look fun. I like yeah. Good, good, good yeah. I'll, I'll get those at
2: some point.
0: I, I would. And besides, just, Ryan are always on the wish list that never actually get
3: fulfilled? <laughs> way too expensive. <laughs> way too expensive. I don't think any of my wish list has ever gotten filled. Guys, unfortunately, I got some blue milk waiting for me. I do have to run. I hate to cut short, but um, this is actually been incredible. This is
2: perfect We're going to wrap this up anyway, I think. Oh, okay. No we're problem. right at that wrap-up point. Where can we find you guys online?
3: excuse me
2: did you want to <laughs> we lost Jim for a second uh,
1: he's here hey, audio wise hello there he
3: is hello. there he is uh, uh, you can find him, but, uh... you can find me at Ryan Nilsson and I'm on Star Wars News on the Popcorn Talk Network again mm-hmm. talking everything Star Wars I'm a lover of all the movies although everything is worthy of some criticism here and there and uh, when Mandalorian season 2 comes out check out our after show uh, I'll be doing with James a. Jr. and Steph Sabra on JLJ Media Um geez, where can they find you
1: well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheese on Couch. And you can find us, the con guys, at theconguy.com. We post everything that we're doing on there. And we also have an Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook page. And you can also check out our our brother site, thescareguy.com. It's the scarier side of the con guy. So if you are horror fans out there, definitely check out the Scare Guy. And we have social media for that as well. And uh, we got... Jim Fry here. Where can we find you? Everybody can find me if you go on Twitter. It's at Jim
4: Fry LA or if it's Instagram, James D Fry. I was trying to simplify both of those, but somebody took one in each one. So Jim Fry LA on, on Twitter, James D Fry on Instagram and everywhere else.
2: James is also known as Philip J Fry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aren't you? <Wait. laughs> Never mind. Future Rama. Sorry.
3: Not yet. <laughs> Just try. Just try.
2: <laughs> so well, on that note, uh, you can find us at Wookie Radio on all social media. Um, check out the website at Email us at Wookie Radio at WookieRadio.net. And on that note, only one thing left to be said.
0: Give the evacuation code
2: signal. I can hold it. Pull on! No, I'm all right. I'm all right! Ah! I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of the R2 unit.
4: I've
1: lost R2.
5: <laughs> Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise.